0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: I guess all of the rumors that were out there regarding what the NFL schedule could look like and this narrative and this idea that basically the NFL schedule, because of everything that's going on with the pandemic, was going to feature four non-conference opponents in the first four games. That's what we were hearing as of 24 hours ago. That has changed, obviously, now what you've seen with the Jets, the Giants, the primetime schedule, you name it. The NFL is going about their business in basically a hopeful tune and with very much a hopeful mood. That they will be able to start their season second week of September. All systems go. Whether that will be the case. Only time will tell. And I know that we're all rooting for that answer to be an overwhelming yes. They did put contingency plans into place. They do have back channels to go into the end of February into early March. But as far as the schedule that you have. First with the locals, and then we'll get to some of the other highlights and some of the primetime games. There are a lot of people. Fleece and I were just talking about it off air a minute ago. Discussing the Jets' schedule, and it's like this sense of, oh my goodness, the Jets' schedule is so daunting. It's so grueling. It's so brutal. Newsflash, guys. Look at the opponents' winning percentage from a year ago. Look at the divisions the Jets are matching up with. They take on the NFC West this year. Find me the bad team in the NFC West. Between the NFC champion Niners, Seattle's got Russell Wilson, the LA Rams were in the Super Bowl two years ago, and the Arizona Cardinals, who might be one of the most improved teams in all of football. Explain to me how, all of a sudden now, no matter when you're playing them, no matter where the games may be, this sense of, oh my goodness, the schedule's so hard. Of course it's hard. When you have a Jet team that's still got a lot of work to do from a talent standpoint, when you have a Jet team that hasn't made the postseason since the 2010 season, yeah, this is going to look like a tough schedule. Now, as far as the specifics and the details, we got you covered. They will open the season... With the same opponent they opened the season with a year ago. And that, of course, will be Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, and I think the favorites to win the AFC East in the Buffalo Bills. But unlike last year, you will not be opening the season at home. You will be opening up the season at Orchard Park. And these first three games, from a scheduling standpoint, are no picnic. At Buffalo, Home opener against the reigning NFC champs. Now, it's a West Coast team coming to the East Coast. That obviously comes into play. But still, the Niners is your second game of the year. Not easy. And then a trip to Indianapolis in week three. I think if you're the Jets, you would sign right on the dotted line for being one and two going into that Denver game on a Thursday night. I would sign without hesitation if I'm a Jeff fan. For one and two going into that Thursday night game. But the jet schedule goes as follows. At Buffalo. San Francisco at home. At Indianapolis. Thursday night hosting the Denver Broncos. Then you host the Arizona Cardinals with a little extra time to prepare. Then it's out to the West Coast to take on the Chargers. Then this is another brutal three-game stretch. Buffalo at home. At the Kansas City Chiefs home against the New England Patriots on a Monday night. And you can only hope that the Monday night game from a jet standpoint is going to go far better this time around for Sam Darnold than it did last year with the whole ghost incident. Then you have a real weird quirk in the schedule. And I got to be honest in all my years of going through NFL schedules, I can't remember the last time. Now, Don't tell me postseason where a team plays in week 17 and then, of course, they go in and they play wildcard weekend. That does not count. I'm talking back-to-back regular season games with the same opponent. That's exactly what you have for the Jets as they take on my beloved Miami Dolphins, as they will go to Miami by week and then they come out after Thanksgiving and they host the Miami Dolphins. That's weird. All my years of being an NFL fan, I can't remember that from a scheduling quirk standpoint. And that's where coaching will come into play because you ain't fooling anybody. Coaching, coaching, coaching. Same opponent, back-to-back games. Whatever may have worked for you the first time, who knows it's going to work the second time. And can you find a creative, innovative way to beat a team twice. That will be the challenge for Adam Gaze and Brian Flores. But then the Jets will wrap up the season hosting the Raiders. Then they got this West Coast trip in back-to-back. And listen, you always want to have those West Coast trips. Back-to-back games. And if I'm the Jets, for what it's worth, you're at Seattle and you're at the Rams. I'm staying out there the entire week. Now you hope as Jeff fan with the expansion of the postseason, and with the Jets hopefully improving upon their roster, that you will go into that final four-game stretch with something to play for. You will go into that stretch for the first time since 2015 and feel like you're playing meaningful December football. But at Seattle, at the Rams, and then you finish up the year hosting the Cleveland Browns, and then it will be at the New England Patriots in Week 17. All in all, it's a tough schedule. I think weathering the early season storm is probably the biggest key for the Jets because they have had four too many years where they've basically been out of it before you can even get jump-started. They were out of it completely last year. Now, that was due to some circumstances, maybe some ways out of their control. Like Sam Donald getting mono... Losing C.J. Mosley and Avery Williamson. But the overall roster depth, as we know, was simply not good enough. That's the sort of stretch, though, at Buffalo, San Fran, and at Indianapolis. You better be careful because you really can't be looking at 0-3 coming out of that slate unless you're going to win two of your next three games. You don't want to be that far behind the eight ball. Trust me on that. That's the problem the Jets run into with their schedule. They are a team that I'm sure anybody in the NFL is going to see them on their schedule, and you know what they're going to say? Winnable game. You know, the Jets will do that with a few of their games. They'll say Arizona at home, winnable game. They'll say the Miami games are winnable. Sure. Vegas at home, winnable. Cleveland at home, winnable. All true. And it's the NFL. They're going to win a game or two. They shouldn't win. And they're probably going to lose a game or two. They should win. But there's got to be a season where they are relevant going in the month of December. No ifs, ands, or buts. The Jets cannot be going into the month of December again this year with like a record of 3-9 or 3-10. Because that ain't going to suit well for this head coach. And it's really going to depend on the optics and the look and the feel for your quarterback, who you hope takes a major step forward going into his third year. Now, let's get to the Giants' schedule. So, thankfully... The schedule makers did us a major favor. Finally, you don't have to worry about the Giants and the Cowboys again kicking off your season. Because I have grown sick and tired of seeing that game right out of the chute. Now listen, it's a great rivalry game. It's a game that usually has a whole lot of significance for the Giants I'm just sick and tired of the idea, all right, starting the year Giants-Cowboys. No. Been there, done that. So to have two of the most storied franchises in all football playing the opening Monday night game, I think it's a really cool idea. I love the idea of the Giants and the Steelers. Those two iconic brands, the Rooney family and the Mara family, matching up. And I think from a Giants standpoint, Looking at their schedule, it doesn't seem nearly as daunting as what the Jets are looking at because of the fact that, one, the NFC East, I think especially at the bottom half of the division is weak. Um, The fact that the Giants are playing not the entirety of a Kansas City. And some of the other top teams that you could be matching up with. Now they get Tampa. You get San Francisco. Both teams getting the NFC West is not ideal. But like on the outset, I look at the Giants' schedule a little bit more favorably than the Jets' schedule. Maybe I'm like hallucinating and I'm just missing this, but seems a little more favorable to me. First four games, and this goes for the Giants too. Can't bury yourself. Now they went two and two last year and then really hit the skids in the middle of the year. Pittsburgh at Chicago. You can't lose both of those games. With the Niners and then a trip to L.A. to take on the L.A. Chargers staring you in the face. Or no, that's the L.A. Rams. I want to make sure I get it right. See, the logos, it's amazing how the logos, I have the schedule up right now, and I'm like, no, I don't play the Chargers because they don't play the AFC West. It is Pittsburgh at Chicago, San Fran at the Rams. I think if I'm the Giants, I'm thrilled to be 2-2. Two two. Thrilled. You can't be 0-4. I'm not in love with one and three, but with the Niners and the Rams, two of the tougher you know, situations you're going to have, it'll come down to not burying yourself out of the gate. And then you have division games in four of your, or five of your next six of games played in the division. See, that's a very, very weird quirk. Normally, you have a lot of division games backloaded and maybe in some cases frontloaded, not with the Giants. Their division games are basically being played week five, Dallas at home, six, Washington at home, at Philadelphia, which will be a Thursday night game. Then they take on Tampa, which is the only non-division game you have, which is a Monday night at home. Then it's at Washington and Philadelphia. So before the Giants go into the bye, consider this, Dallas skins at Eagles, home Bucks at skins. Home Eagles. That's the make or break division stretch. Odds are you'll know by the bye week where the Giants stand. Then they come out of the bye. Winnable game at Cincinnati. At Seattle, which is never a chore. I don't care who you are. Going there to win is almost impossible. Home Arizona. And this is a game I'm sure Giant fans are very fired up about. And they're fired up to see the return of Mr. Beckham. And it will be Odell's return to MetLife taking on his former team in Week 15. Now, here's the bad news if you're a Giant fan. If indeed the team is alive and well going into their final two games of the season, you're not going to like the final two games of the season. Because you're at the Baltimore Ravens and then you will wrap up the year at Dallas. See, I like that a lot more. So many of these years, the Giants have been playing the Cowboys week one. Now, at least there's a little symmetry to it. They will end at Dallas in week 17. Now, you hope and pray that those games are going map. You start right on the dotted line. For the Giants being in a position, week 16, week 17, they're playing games with sizzle. They're playing games of juice. But those last two games are brutal with the Ravens and the Cowboys. Absolutely brutal. That, to me, would be a goal. And I'm sure we're going to discuss it quite a bit. And obviously, we have tons of time before the start of the football season. In many ways, if the Giants and the Jets go into week 15 or so, and they're within a game of a playoff spot, even with the playoff format changing, even if it's gonna change, odds are you're not gonna be six and ten getting into the playoffs. You're probably not gonna be seven and nine getting into the playoffs. I would still be of the mindset you gotta be a winning record to get in. You go nine and seven, your chances now of getting into the playoffs, I believe, are gonna be that much better. See, there have been plenty of years nine and seven ain't gonna be good enough. Depends on the year. Tennessee last year was a nine and seven team. And that was good enough for them to make the postseason. So it does vary year by year, and it's a case-by-case type basis. But you're going into week 15, week 16, and you got hope. And you got juice. Maybe that's like such a minuscule, minor ask for the local football. But when you consider where each of these teams has been over the last eight or nine years for the Jets, and you'd say six out of the last seven years for the Giants, I know we've been sitting here plenty of Decembers, and the topic has been, is the coach getting fired? Is the GM getting fired? Who are they taking in the draft? What are they doing in free agency? So, selfishly, I wouldn't mind the idea of actually having meaningful December and early January football discuss. I'd sign for that right now. But I think the key for both of the New York locals, surviving the early onslaught, especially the New York Jets. Giant schedule's tough those first four games. I think the Jets' schedule could be absolutely brutal. Can't bury yourself in September. You know, a lot of people like to say, well, you can't, you know, Lose the division or lose the playoff spot in September. Maybe. But if you go 1-3 and 0-4, and and you're in a world of trouble. Oh, it's such a clutch
0: pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it.